This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is My Mind Emporium. Welcome to my podcast, everybody. I hope everybody is having a nice dry day. It's raining here. It's raining. It's pouring, and the old man is snoring. Okay? It's raining, friend. Um, so, yeah. Let me tell y'all something. I want to talk to y'all something. And I'm talking about on a, like, professional thing. A lot of y'all are not going to answer this damn question, even though I tell y'all my Instagram is lady underscore Tiffany Ma. Y'all will not answer this question, even go in my DMs and answer the question, or even answer it if I have it as a poll, because, you know, that's how people roll or whatever. But I don't take it personal because people are what they are. It is what it is. Um, But I'm having um, a professional situation here. I don't know what to do with it because this has been an issue in my life. And I have tried to ignore it. But it seems like y'all are, uh, we are in a day and age where people who run businesses or have businesses are more unprofessional than the people that work for them. And my situation is, I'm trying to figure out how to deal with this situation because I am trying to not be rude. I'm trying to not be disrespectful. However, I am being disrespected while not being rude and disrespectful. And I feel like I've taken all I can take. It is time to address it. It needs to be addressed and it needs to be talked about. Um, And I was going to do a series on with me um, talking about situations to where I'm supposed to be working for someone and you're more unprofessional than me but yet you own the business with your hood rat ghetto ass and you think you can say and do what the hell you want to do to me and I was going to do that because I kind of told y'all I dealt with that situation I have posted on my Instagram account on several different occasions where this guy named Nas on the ground he giving you a prime example of how disrespectful you <laughs> freaking minimum wage making asses can be. And you don't make enough money to be talking to somebody like that. So I was like questioning and debating and it, it keeps on becoming a problem with me because people be on social media and stunting and acting like they got something and they really ain't got shit. And they want to say what the hell they want to to you. But your hands are tied and there's a law and you're the age of an adult and you can't really throw hands all willy-nilly because you know you'll go to jail for that. But how much is too much when it comes to dealing with people and being disrespectful and unprofessional in this kind of environment? It's kind of sad. So, you know, I just kind of, you know, want to talk about that a little bit. want to touch bases on that because it's weird. It's very weird to me to deal with unprofessional people. 
and I try not to say something, but y'all trying me. Like, people are really trying me. And specifically here in Atlanta. And then, like, six months later, the business don't exist. And you be like, oh, okay, I see where your nasty-ass mouth got you. Or they, or you go to McDonald's at the place you worked at, and the person at McDonald's, it don't even exist. The person is not even there. They're not the manager no more. They got a new manager because they have a 100% rollover rate. So it's like, is it worth you being nasty if you're going to lose a job? No. But, yeah, I'm just, I'm debating on that. And that's the issue I'm having lately with people who got businesses and stuff. Who just think it's cute to be nasty to folks? So I, I didn't want to talk about that, but that has been on my mind and in my spirit. And I have a feeling like, especially in this climate where the uh, Delta variant is running around, you have to be careful, you know, how you treat people. Because based off the fact that the virus is still here, people are allowed to say what the hell they want to you too. They can say what the hell they want to you. They can quit for religious reasons. They can quit just for you being unprofessional and not understanding that we are in it. We are in a freaking Pandora. Okay, we are in a freaking pandemic, and there's no need to be nasty and disrespectful to people. Okay, in this situation, I just want to start off a little bit with that because I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit disrespected. When I feel disrespected, it's kind of hard for me to hold it back because when you piss me off, I'm going to say something to you. And you can try to get nasty all you want to. I will throw hands too. Don't act like I won't stomp you in the damn ground. I will. Shit. So today's podcast is going to be about the Dominican Republic murders. Y'all know about that. That happened way before this Pandora opened. And um, it was these couples dying in a specific resort in the Dominican Republic. So we will be talking about that. But first, I always got to talk. We got to talk about some stories that stuck out to me. This Erica Mena and Safari situation. First and foremost, if I was Erica Mena, I would not admit this. Okay, girl. I would never admit this because people are finding reasons to take you down. Um, They don't care how wrong this nigga is. Apparently, a nigga can bum rush you on stage at a reunion and his wife can throw a candle holder at your head. If you're a black woman, which I, I wish a nigga would.com. But um, this is from the shade room. And it's contributor. Well, it's not a contributor on here. Well, the contributor is technically TMZ. And uh it says Erica Manor reportedly admits to destroying Safari's property, alleges numerous acts of infidelity caused her to do so. Says, just last month, Safari went straight to the court alleging Erica Mena damaged $50,000 worth of its property, according to a new document obtained by at TMZ. Erica admitted to doing so, claiming Safari cheated on her numerous times. She also reportedly sent him $4,000 to replace some of the sneakers she destroyed. Y'all be over here doing stuff. Y'all doing too much. 
Um, but he gonna still get the remainder of that forty six thousand. So, girl, it is what it is, y'all. Uh, I knew this whole situation was not gonna work out because Erica Mena and Safari are too much like each other. They're the same person, really. I mean, as much as they want to say they're not like each other, they are. And he's getting back with Erica Mena that he dished out with Nicki Minaj. And y'all don't know the whole story with him and Nicki Minaj. Look it up on the internet and see how he treated her. And now he's going through this with Erica Mena. And it's kind of like, uh, your new wife is your old karma. Next story is from HollywoodUnlocked.com. Its contributor is Keisha Gale. Kim Kardashian says she doesn't see the resemblance between her twin saint and Kanye. Kim Kardashian wore her black kids to look like her so bad. <laughs> let me let me tell y'all something. It says a little bit is going on on Twitter as keeping up with Kardashian fans trying to figure out which kid looks more like Kim Kardashian's mini me. On Monday, one follower noted that her son Saint looks like his dad, Kanye. But Kim replied, really? People say this all the time. Why do I think he's my twin? Girl, all your kids look like Kanye. They cute as hell and they look like Kanye, all right? You have cute as hell kids and they all look like Kanye. There's nothing wrong with that, all right? Kanye is an okay looking man, okay? When I, I will say you looked up in the genetics department with finding a rapper because a lot of these rappers look like bulls. And I don't know why bull-faced-ass niggas think they're going to have some cute-ass kids. Now, Kanye West don't have a bull face. And so you lucked up with the looks when it comes to Kanye West. Because he's a pretty decent-looking man. Okay? All your kids going to look like him. All right? The oldest North looks just like him. You look at that baby face, and that baby is Kanye West's baby. And this baby looks like him, too. All right? Your kids look like Kanye West. There. Okay, next story I found um, on an Instagram account, Black Royalty Media. And it said, um, Kiara Wilson, y'all know who Kiara Wilson is? She the one that came up with the Savage Challenge. And then, oh, uh, I don't know what's, what's that whole name is. I don't know what her name is. I don't care. All right, she came up with the Kardashian. They love culture appropriating things that's not theirs. Um, she came up with the Savage Challenge. Um, she finally earned her copyrights to her dance moves. So in, if you use her dance moves, she get paid. <laughs> so go ahead, girl. Go ahead with getting your copyrights, girl. You deserve it. You deserve to get paid off of this. This is the first time we are talking about Beyonce, I feel. No, we're not. Because the last time we talked about Beyonce, somebody had burned down her New Orleans house, which was weird to me. That It had a creepy vibe to it. I don't know what it was going on with that. I don't know why it creeped me out, but yeah. Um, This is from The Shade Room. Its contributor is Jade Ashley. And it says, Beyonce talks about her evolution and future plans with Harper Bazaar. I have paid my dues and followed every rule for decades. So now I can break the rules that need to be broken. And see, she did that, you know? Y'all already breaking rules, and y'all just getting in the entertainment industry talking shit about gay folks and everything. <sighs> anyway, as we all know, B-Day, Beyonce's birthday, is next month. And this year, she'll be turning the big 
She recently sat down and spoke with Harper Bazaar U.S. about her evolution through the past 40 years and what she has learned throughout each decade as well as the plans she has for the future. When reflecting on her life and career over the last decade, Beyonce said, I spent so many years trying to better myself and improve whatever I've done that I am at a point where I no longer need to compete with myself. I have no interest in searching backwards. The past is the past. I feel many aspects of the younger less involved in Beyonce could never fuck with the woman I am today. Girl, I'm all for the F word. <laughs> Beyonce was also asked about how she protects her inner self and also process the changing world of celebrity culture. While speaking about her intentions behind her career over the years, be added in this business, so much of your life does not belong to you unless you fight for it. I fought to protect my sanity and my privacy because the quality of my life depended on it. A lot of who I am is reserved for. Y'all know who is reserved for. It's definitely not for y'all. So go ahead, Beyonce, on getting you back. All right, so this story is kind of a two-parter. I was supposed to announce it and talk about it because I saved it on another part of my um, thing, but for some reason, I didn't get it. Okay, so what happened was last week, y'all know um, Atlanta Public Schools and all the schools in Georgia, um, oh, it updated on its own. That's nice. Okay, all the Georgia schools went back to school last week or within the week of this month. And, um... I don't even want to talk about it because if you've seen the text messages going through, going on through with the educators in my uh, group chat, my mom's an educator, my cousin's an educator, my grandmother's a former educator, you would know that it was poor timing uh, with this variant going around. Um, but what happened was, um, you know, long over short of it, this young lady went missing on the first day of school. Oh, I might need to stop. All right, so um, this story is uh, a missing North Atlanta high school student found safe in Texas. Girl, let me tell y'all something. The one thing I wish I did as a teenager is ran away. Um, but I'm pretty sure my ass would went back home because I don't know how to survive on my own. <laughs> But I, I don't know which reason why this young lady did what she did, but she did it. And, you know, I, I just, I'm just glad they found her safe and sound. Um, it says Atlanta Public School Police Department can confirm that Caitlin Winchester, the North Atlanta high school student who went missing on August 5th, has been found safe in Arlington, Texas. The family has been notified and has requested privacy at this time. APSPD continues to work with the FBI on the next step in the investigation. No additional details on the case are available, and APSDPD, APSPD, sorry, thank the community for an outpouring support during this investigation. Caitlin Winchester was last seen leaving North Atlanta High School at around 4 p.m. Thursday. She was walking south on Northside Parkway toward Mount Perrin Road. A Metro Atlanta staffing company is now offering a $100,000 reward through CRF. OR information leading to her safe returns. 
That reward has been updated and is now being offered through the Greater Atlanta Crime Stoppers. Um, so I'm happy they found this young lady safe and sound. Um, you know, as long as she's safe and she's home, she's good. I, we don't know whatever reason she is she she left or she went to Arlington, Texas. Um, I I don't know. I'm gonna tell you this. You know, your first year in high school. To me, it appears that it's her first year in high school. Um, it can be very jarring and scary. Um, because you know this is the the this is the school years that lead you straight to adulthood, and everybody know adulthood sucks. Um, so you know, y'all, y'all have thoughts and prayers go out to this young lady. Um, we we don't know what happened. You know, being a teenager is very hard, especially on young ladies. Um, people are nasty. The teachers are nasty. The school's nasty, and there's a variant running around here named Loki that's spreading diseases. So you know, you know. This, this is a difficult time for everybody. Understand she has not been in school probably for a whole year and has done online learning. And so to go back, you don't know how this thing is affecting people's mind and mentality. You do have teenagers who are germaphobes and know how nasty people can be. So, yeah. Um, you know, this, just keep her thoughts and prayers out for her. You know, there's no, she don't need to get beat or whatever. She needs to she needs to be taken care of and she needs to be uh looked after with care and love. Next story I found on raphouse.tv and it says a deadly Ebola like Marburg virus could spread far and wide if not stopped. Who said? A man who died in West Africa has tested positive for Ebola like Marburg Mar Marburg this virus. Marburg. I'm sorry. With health officials scrambling to stop the killer disease before it can spread far and wide, the World Health Organization said. An identified man fell sick with a fever, headache, fatigue, and abdominal pain last month in Guicudo in Ghana. In Guinea. Sorry. Close to the border with Sierra Leone and Liberia. Who officials announced Monday? He died on August 2nd with the test finally showing he died from Marburg, a highly infectious disease that caused hemorrhagic fever and has fatally rate of has a fatality rate of up to 88%, the who said. Marburg is the same family as the virus that caused Ebola, which kills at least 11,325,000 people in the 2014-2016 epidemic that started in the same part of Guinea. The country was recently declared Ebola-free after a brief flare-up earlier this year killed 12. The potential for the Marburg virus to spread far and wide means we need to stop it in its tracks, says Dr. Mashido Mweti, the WHO's Regional Director for Africa. The agency dispatched 10 experts to help local officials who said at least 146 people have been identified as having been in contact with the man before he died. That's a lot of people. I don't even see that many people in a week. We are working with the health authorities to implement a swift response that builds a guinea past experience and expertise in managing Ebola, which is transmitted in similar ways, Moethi said. Marburg outbreak started when an infection 
infected animals such as a monkey or a fruit bat passes the virus to a human. The virus then spreads from the human to human by contact with the infected person's body fluid. Marburg's symptoms include high fever and muscle pain as some patients later bleed through their body open openings like eyes and ears, the who said. It is the first time it has been detected in Guinea, but previous outbreaks have erupted elsewhere across Africa in Angola, Congo, Kenya, South Africa, and Uganda. There is no approved drug or vaccine for Marburg. Y'all! I don't think this one's going to get out. But I have my theories as to how it has happened. I ain't got to say nothing to you about that. Um, but yeah, my, uh, oh, girl, y'all pray for people in Guinea. Y'all, y'all pray for people there. Um, I don't know how you got in contact with 146 people. Like that is a very social person. That's a very social person. Um, but yeah. All right. This next story is from HollywoodUnlocked.com. Y'all remember that actress that bought a billboard to get Tyler Perry attention? And he said that's not how you get his attention with his old ass. Well, apparently it did work. Or Tyler Perry conscious got to him when he realized how much the lady paid for that billboard. Uh, This contributor is Keisha Gale. And it says, actress who put up a billboard to get Tyler Perry's attention lands lead role in his new series, All the Queen's Men. (laughs) Ha! nobody else was putting the effort that's why everybody thought because they had a name or whatever they could just get into Tyler Perry's movie and Tyler's like you know what she did put in the effort let's do an audition socialites do you remember Raquel Palmer the actress who made headlines in 2019 after putting up a billboard to get an acting gig with Tyler Perry well she just landed the lead role in his new series while speaking with TMZ, Palmer shared that she is set to star in Perry's upcoming show, All the Queen's Men, even after being briefed by the director for desperately trying to get his attention with her stunt. Now, even though she managed to actually get an audition following her big move, Raquel told the news site that she doesn't want inspiring actors to try and duplicate her actions. But it got you a job, though. Raquel said the billboard was as much of a pitch to Tyler as it was a message to her children about perseverance and to show them to never give up on their dreams. Congrats, Raquel, girl. All right, so in the midst of this uh, Loki variant running around, I'm going to call it the Loki variant because y'all call it the variant and I feel some kind of way because y'all named it a variant and then the Loki series was about a variant and you realize that everybody that work at a time place is a, is a variant. So I'm going to call it a variant. I'm going to call it the Loki. But um, these states don't think they can catch it, I guess. Um, this is from Hot 107.9 Atlanta Instagram account, and it says seven states are now banning mask mandates at schools just as more kids return to class. It says Arizona, Texas, Florida, South Carolina, Utah, Iowa, and Oklahoma are now banning mask mandates at school just as more kids head back to class. Parents and teachers are trying to reverse the rule, but several districts are enforcing it anyway. Um, yeah, I do think kids should be wearing masks. Um, if you ain't gonna, I mean, just do it, y'all. Come on. In other um, news, and I hate sad news, you know. Um, this is from it's on site, um, dot com. 
and his contributor is Nayara, and it says Eminem's ex-wife Kim Scott hospitalized after attempting to end her life. Kim Scott, Eminem's ex-wife, was reportedly rushed to the hospital after a suicide attempt, sadly. According to TMZ, once aid arrived on the scene, the Lose Yourself rapper ex-wife was very aggressive toward officials and the woman had to be restrained. Reports say paramedics were able to check her vitals due to her aggression. An identified sources told the entertainment news outlet that Scott cut herself and appeared to have multiple cuts on the back of her leg as decent amount of blood was splattered on the floor. Luckily, Scott was treated at the hospital and went through a medical and psychological evaluation. Reports say she is back home recovering, but there have been no reports of her receiving even further care. Any further care. Eminem and Scott were married in 1989 and two later went through a tough divorce. Back in January 2006, the couple remarried, but it didn't last long considering the two decided to split shortly after in April. Their fiery moments led to the eight-mile start to verbally diss Scott in a previous song as reported said he regrets about murdering her or infidelity and drug use. However, back in 2017, Eminem publicly apologized to Scott in a song titled Bad Husband. He said in the song, but I'm sorry, Kim, more than you could ever comprehend. Leaving you was fucking harder than sawing off a fucking body limb. Scott admitted that back in 2015 that she and Eminem had became good friends as they worked world co-parenting. She said he has been real supportive and we're really close. We're just trying to raise our kids together and make it as normal for them as possible. Daily Mail added that in 2016, Scott said that her car accident in 2015 was a suicide attempt. She said it was intentional, which is on Mojo in the Morning at Detroit Radio Show. Y'all pray for her. I don't know what's going on with her, but y'all pray for her. I Like I said, I don't know what's going on with her. So yeah, this last, 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 last story. And the only reason why this is long is because I went on a little rant about unprofessionalism. Okay, which I probably could have left that out, but I'm an expressive person. I don't like holding in how I feel. Um, this comes from V103 um, for Ramona on air. And it says new data suggests J&J vaccines work against Delta and recipients don't need a booster shot. So ain't this the one that's killing everybody? Data from a clinical trial in South Africa suggested, <laughs> you know what? That line alone tells you everything. Data from a clinical trial in South Africa. <laughs> Y'all ain't shit. Suggested that a single dose of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is highly effective in preventing a severe illness and death from the Delta and Beta variant of the coronavirus. Which is Loki and uh, Sylvie variant of the virus. Sorry. Of the Stephen. Sorry. The study is the first real world test of the vaccine efficient. If the effectiveness, effectiveness, y'all, against Loki. The data have not yet been peer-reviewed or published in scientific journals. In a trial, researchers evaluate one dose of Johnson & Johnson vaccine as nearly $500,000 healthcare workers, 500,000 healthcare workers who are at risk of the Stevens. The vaccine has an effectiveness of up to 95% against death from Loki variant. 
and up to 71% against hospitalization, the researcher reported. I ain't gonna say nothing because I already said no. Y'all had me at you tested it in South Africa. And then, then you said South Africa, but then there's this thing called Marburg popping up in Guinea. Got you. This concludes me and the stories that stuck out to me. Um, I have other stories, but I want to talk about those on another platform. I have a lot of stories I want to talk about, especially about the Mountbatten Windsors. Um, so, yeah. Today's topic uh, is creepy. I'm not trying to be funny or nothing. It's just creepy to me. Um, when this was going down, because uh, I got to tell my little story about what happened. When this happened... I wasn't shocked um, because, especially with Americans, we're arrogant. We go to other countries and we think people want to be around us. And they're looking at us like, nigga, we happy without you. Okay, y'all trifling as hell. Y'all elected a businessman for president. Then y'all had a resurgent. Then y'all always, always trying to murder black people. And I feel like because we get so many luxurious things when we go to different countries, even though I feel, isn't the Dominican Republic like a U.S. territory or something like that? I think it's a U.S. territory. I'm not quite sure. But we go to these other countries not understanding and realizing how much effort they put into making sure you are comfortable and happy while the welfare of the people of the country is put on the back burner. Um, so I'm not shocked that something like this happened. I'm not saying that the individuals who had this happen that they deserve it because that, that's not true. Um, because not every American is arrogant and obnoxious and selfish and narcissistic. But some people go to other countries when it involves black and brown people and think they're superior to the people. And they, they don't owe them any answers and are just very disrespectful. Um, so this case, when it came up, I'm not shocked that it happened. And it, it scared the hell out of me. Granted, I wanted to go to the Dominican Republic. And I've had a family member that went to the Dominican Republic and had a beautiful time. Um, but it makes me question my demeanor and when I go places and how I treat people. So I'm not saying these people were, were nasty people. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying they were bad people. But you still got to be mindful of you don't know the reason why something goes down, okay? So this article was published on October 23rd, 2019. Um, it was written by Josh Fialo. It says, Dominican tourist deaths were from natural causes, not tainted alcohol, FBI says. Now, see, that within itself is weird as hell. Um, people died of natural causes. Everybody did die of natural causes. Got you. News of the death of the American tourists went viral earlier this year. Theories of tainted alcohol have damaged tourism to the island country since. 
News of American tourists dying in the Dominican Republic swept the United States earlier this year with family members of victims alleging that the foul play was potentially a factor. News of the death went viral along with the sense that the poison or counterfeit alcohol served at the resort was to blame. The belief is not true in, the, in three cases. However, according to the FBI, which determined Monday that three of the investigator-gated deaths were simply for the natural causes. Methanol poisonous from tainted poisoning from tainted alcohol was ruled out by the FBI in these cases during the toxicology screening, and it was not the finding in any other cases of U.S. citizens' death investigated by the Dominican authorities. A State Department spokesperson told the healing statement. The Dominican Republic Tourism Minister said in June that the deaths were a statistically normal phenomenon that was being lumped together by the U.S. media. The numbers backed up his statement. What? Girl, don't kill tourists every year. Girl. So this is normal for people to just die in the Dominican Republic. This is normal. Okay. According to the State Department website, 17 Americans died while traveling to the Dominican Republic in 2017. In 2018, there was 13 deaths reported between January and June of this year. 10 people died. I gotta say something about this. Um, <laughs> you're telling me that Americans go to the Dominican Republic and they just die. And on top of that, you're saying it's because of natural causes. Because that's what the article said. The FBI did some research and it said it was from natural causes. Even though people initially thought it was from tainted alcohol. Those numbers are alarming. I know they're not big, but they're alarming. Um... Because all I do is start with a small amount of people, and then it ends up being more. Um, I don't think they had this problem recently, but sounds a little bit off to me. Let me continue this article. It says, while the FBI report back up local authorities originally finding that there was no foul play involved, the damage inflicted by reports surrounding the death on the island republic's tourist industry has already taken its toll. Forward Keys, which analyzing more than 17 million flights booking a day, released a report in June that showed summer bookings to the Dominican Republic from the United States fell by 74.3% compared to the same period in 2018. I'm sure it fell even lower after that because, I mean, you know, like I said, Loki and Sylvia weren't around here. My deepest sympathies go out to the families of the American tourists who have passed away. Olivier Ponty, vice president of the Insight at Fort Key, said in a statement, their recent and tragic death appeared to have had a dramatic impact on the travel to the Dominican Republic. Our analyst of leisure travel shows a striking correlation. The death also prompted Delta Airlines in June to allow travelers to reschedule their flight to Punta Cana due to recent events. The Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Punta Cana also announced it would be removing the liquor dispenser from all the rooms because of guest feedback. So that completes the article for the day about the Dominican Republican Dominican Republic deaths. Gotta give my little 10 cents, Penny. Because the girl always gotta give her little 10 cents. Um, 
Y'all know the Hard Rock uh, Hotel and Casino is an American-based company. Um, so it just so happened to have a resort in the Punta Cana Dominican Republic. Um, so this could basically not be about the people of the Dominican Republic starting with this. It could just be the fact that the damn hotel is shady within itself. So I have my theories on this. Um, there was a few things that stuck out to me in that article. One was the percentage of how many Americans have died at the Hard Rock Casino Hotel. For you to say that every year there has been a death of someone in the Dominican Republic, that is alarming to me. My question is, they can't be of natural causes. No way, no how they were of natural causes. You don't have people die at your resort alarmingly like that. Unless there's something going on, whether it's with the food, with the liquor, or something else. Um, but I'm gonna be honest with you also when it comes to hotels, hotels, period, casinos, resorts are iffy because weird things happen in hotel casinos and resorts um as we speak. Y'all know the story I told y'all um in June about me going to a hotel in downtown Atlanta. And there was some weird, some weird doo-doo going on. And like, I can't believe I said, I said doo-doo. I meant shit. There's some weird shit going on. And basically, I just left and went back home. It was supposed to be a staycation. But it was a staycation that went wrong. Um, And I think... Let's be honest with you, because they're talking about in a year. Those alarming numbers are the same numbers that go for any hotel in the United States as well. Especially in big cities like New York, Los Angeles, Atlanta, Miami, Houston, Dallas, Vegas. Anywhere there's a huge resort, there's always some weird shit going on. And it doesn't have to do with the people and i was going to say this i did kind of blame the people of the area but the truth of the matter is it could be some shiggity shit happening because of the people outside of the area it's so easy to blame the locals when the locals are just innocent bystanders to the fuckery that's going on around there but the truth of the matter is the hard rock casino and resort hotel is an american-based company So there's somebody who was rogue roaming around the hotel causing deaths. It's weird and it's strange, but it's true. And like I said, with the situation I went through with the hotel in downtown Atlanta, boo, there's some weird stuff that has been going on for years in hotel rooms. It just so happened that the one in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, was reported. But there's always some weird things going on in hotels. 
For instance, me and my mom in 2016, we went to uh, a hotel in downtown Atlanta. I'm not going to say his name because of the family it revolves around. And I'm not going to say his name because it could just have been, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Long story short, we come from a three-day staycation in downtown Atlanta. And I get home, and I'm going to be honest with you, the symptoms I felt when I came back are the same symptoms as the victims at the Dominican Republic in the Dominican Republic felt. I came home, I felt like crap. I felt bad. I felt tired. I was exhausted. Um, And so what happened was I got home. I was in my room and I went to sleep. I guess I was tired. I couldn't sleep in the hotel for some strange reason. And it had this strange gas smell. You know, when you have, when the gas, the gas is on in the house, it had that smell. Oh, that like, that smell in the hotel. And I didn't like the smell. Um, so I came home. I had no fan in my room because they were using my fan in for the living room. So I fell asleep and I woke back up. And the messed up part is, I don't know. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. There's some outside things that I did too that I think contributed to this. But I had the same symptoms as the people at the Hard Rock Hotel. Um, The next morning I woke up. I stretched. The room started spinning. I got sick and threw up. Granted, I did eat some Taco Bell and I ate five cookies. So that also could be the contribu- contribution to that. Um, But those were some of the symptoms the people at the Hard Rock Hotel had. I don't know if you guys... um noticed this or realized this um but there has been so many weird cases dealing with hotels lately to where people don't go to hotels anymore because it's just so strange and it's weird um so you you know about the kanika uh jenkins situation with her being in a hotel and she mysteriously is found in the freezer of deceased it's not just a Dominican Republic. I believe this is not just only in the Dominican Republic. This happens in other hotels around the world because you don't know why somebody ran the room out. So with whatever happened in the Dominican Republic, It's pretty obvious to me. It's probably an issue with several other hotels. And to me, it comes out as someone who is a rogue worker or somebody who's paying. Well, not somebody who's paying. Somebody who is playing a role of being a worker there and they're doing some shady mess. So... Um, like I said, those numbers probably have fallen really low to go to the Dominican Republic. Um, so, you know, but I'm just 
thinking about it and I'm thinking in the back of my head like I don't think this is rock rare because it's not rare Because this happened at other hotels. You ask the statistics of any hotel in America, I'm pretty sure they're going to say the same amount of numbers because weird business go down in hotels and resorts. So y'all be careful out there um, when y'all go and visit places and get a hotel room. Uh, just be careful. Be aware of your surroundings. And um, just look at Uh, the reviews and what people are saying, fine. Um, you know, videos on YouTube and ratings. Just to keep up to date on what's going on at the hotels that you're staying in. Or just rent an Airbnb. But even with the Airbnb, there's some creepy stuff that goes on with that too. So... With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is My Mind Emporium, and I hope you guys are having a lovely day, even though it's raining. It's raining, which we need it because it's been hot, but, you know, it is what it is. Tomorrow is Theory Thursday, and we're talking about the conspiracy theory about the chambers behind the Mount Rushmore. I can't wait to talk about that because I'm telling you, I've heard so many people say so many things. And if it's true, the real true true, y'all got some explaining to do, America. Who are the real Native Americans? Thank you guys for listening. I am so outie.